Have you ever walked down the street, maybe in your neighborhood or even in a new city, and noticed how each house, each window seems to whisper its own story? It's like each holds a, a secret, a quiet promise of the lives unfolding behind the closed doors. Years ago, when my wife and I lived in New York, we would meander through Brooklyn Heights, and our eyes drawn to one brownstone after another. With their towering windows and lofty ceilings, each seemed to invite us to imagine the stories that lay behind each door at the top of the stairs. And while it's fun to reminisce about those times, it is, today I want to talk about a different kind of street. One that's not paved with cobblestones or asphalt, but something far more intangible, yet powerful. It's a street where those who carry hope reside. In the mornings, I walk our dog, Derby, and it's one of my favorite parts of the day. As we both walk outside for different reasons, but each of us finds our own kind of enjoyment in the early hours. For me, it's the way that the sky greets me with its ever-changing colors. And, well, for Derby, it's a little bit more practical. But in the morning, though, the streets are quiet. And the houses, they stand in their stillness as they have year after year, each one protecting its own unique stories of those inside. But it was during one of these walks one day that I came across the sign, totally unassuming in its appearance, but just profound in its message. It said, people with hope live differently. Mm. I'm going to say that again. People with hope live differently. Plain white letters, nothing fancy, yet the words just really resonated with me. The, the simple phrase has just stayed in my mind. and It's such a subtle reminder of how hope can actually shape how we live. And so from that point on, when I see people and their faces or just their steps they take, I, I wonder, do they have hope? And it's a heavy thing, hope. Not like a burden, but like something that fills you, that gives you weight so you don't blow away with the wind. But the interesting thing about hope is it's really hard to pin down, right? I mean, it's like trying to describe the taste of water we all know what it is, but when you try to explain it, well, the words just fall short. To my 13-year-old, I'd say, hope is believing that something good can happen, even when it seems impossible. Now, he likes to fish, so I would use the analogy, it's like fishing, <laughs> I say. You cast your line, not knowing if you'll catch anything, but you wait because there's always a chance. So why is hope important? Why is it people with hope live differently? Or people without hope, they live differently too. And I think about that because in the world, there's so much that just breaks us, that bends us until we're just so close to snapping. And hope is that thing that keeps you from breaking. It's quiet. It doesn't shout or boast. And it's the thing that gets you out of bed 
and it feels like the whole world is pressing down on you. But finding hope, that's the real task. It's not like something you stumble upon, like a lost coin on the street or something. But hope is something that you build day after day. It's almost like a, like a boat, right? I mean, you, you shape it and you craft it, and then it carries you over rough waters. So today we're going to find out how to create hope. Because those with hope live differently. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two... One. This is going to sound so random, but stick with me. You know that small light in your refrigerator? What? Yes, the light in your fridge. It's a minor thing, right? I mean, unnoticed, taken for granted at most times. But when everything else is dark, that light is what lets you see. And that's what hope is like. It's the light that stays on when everything else just goes dark. It's the light that gives you the ability to keep moving, to take steps forward, even when you can't see the whole path ahead. In life, things get hard, right? Unbearable at times. And it throws challenges, and the kind that like weighs you down, that makes you feel like giving up. But it's hope that keeps you from breaking under that weight. But like I said, hope is quiet. <laughs> it doesn't shout at us. It doesn't demand attention. But it's always there. Just steady. The steady force that gets you out of bed. That pushes you to keep going even when everything else feels heavy. Okay, so now that we know what we're looking for, how do we find this hope? While it may not be as easy as catching a, a lightning bug in a jar on a summer night, we can start to grow and care for it in our own selves and what we do every day. Just as one might patiently wait for the twilight to see the gentle glow of a lightning bug, finding hope requires a little bit of patience, a bit of attention, and believing that there is light even in the darker moments. So, I'm going to share with you three ideas in creating hope. The first one I call the chest of hope. Now, this isn't a chest for storing things like blankets or sweaters. Instead, it's a special place where you keep moments and thoughts and dreams that make you happy. You can fill it with letters you write to yourself or to the future Maybe pictures of places you want to visit, or just little things that remind you of happy times. Like a, I have a, a seashell that my youngest son gave me years ago from the beach, and I carry it with my bag when I travel. And I just, I, I love seeing it every time because it brings me back to that moment, right? Or maybe it was a, a ticket from your first concert, or maybe um, a ticket stub from a movie with your first date. But when you're feeling down, you open this chest and you look inside and each thing in it is like this small light that's reminding you of happy moments and the good things that are yet to come because there are good things still to come. 
This chest is more than just a box. It's like a personal gallery, a museum even, that tells the story of your hopes and your dreams. And over time, it becomes a collection of all the hopeful and joyful moments in your life. Putting things in your hope chest is its also a way of thinking about what's important to you and what you look forward to. It's like saying to yourself, these are the things I hope for and that I believe in. Hmm, I'm going to say that again. It's like saying to yourself, these are the things that I hope for and that I believe in. And as you add more to your chest, it becomes a source of encouragement, especially when times are tough. So this hope chest, it is a simple way to keep your hopes alive and close to you. It's not just a container. It's a small place that helps you remember all the reasons to be hopeful and happy. And it's a reminder, even when things seem dark, there's always something to look forward to. And things will get dark, but yet there will always be something to look forward to. And just like we fill our hope chests with items that bring us joy and optimism, it's also important to find everyday things that add to our well-being, that add to our confidence. Speaking of which, I've got something interesting to share with all of you. Now, I know what you're thinking when I say deodorant as a topic of a podcast about hope and resilience, but hear me out. <laughs> There's a product that's been making waves for all the right reasons, and it's called Lumi. Lumi isn't your average deodorant. It's a whole body deodorant, and here is why that is exciting. Lumi was designed by an OBGYN, and it's effective not just under your arms, but also on your feet, in your private areas, and everywhere else. Imagine having a deodorant that's as versatile as our daily needs. Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day, thanks to its unique pH-optimized formula. And if you're wondering about its effectiveness, just look at its track record. Over 275,000 five-star reviews. That is incredible. People are finding confidence in Lumi, which, in a way, ties back to our theme today. Finding hope and confidence in the small, everyday things. So here's something special for you. New customers can get $5 off Lumi's starter pack with our exclusive code. Plus, returning customers also get $5 off their next purchase of $30 or more. Just use code CALM, C-A-L-M, at checkout on lumedeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Use the code CALM. Think of Lumi as another tool in your hope chest, one that brings comfort and confidence in your everyday life, much like those cherished items that we hold dear for hope and inspiration. So, getting back to cultivating this hope, I want to remind you that's the little things in life, like choosing products that make us feel good, that most of the time contribute to our overall sense of optimism, right? With, with each small step we take, we are building a foundation of hope and of resilience and moving forward with this thought, I want to dive 
end to this next part. Number two, adopt a future friend. What? Adopt a future friend? What do you, like a pet? What do you mean? No, adopt a future friend. Now, this is a really creative way to help yourself feel hopeful. Now, you do this by talking to yourself in the future. Or even better, maybe writing a letter to yourself after you've gotten through whatever difficult things you're dealing with now. Think about that. Think about what this future you would say to make you feel better right now. They've already been through what you're going through. So they have good advice. They have encouraging words. They know what you are going through. I, I love this exercise because it's like having a, a wise friend who knows you really well because that friend is actually, well, you, just a little bit later in life. And they've been through the same things and they know how to move past them. So when you do this, you're not just making things up. You're actually creating hope and you're getting guidance. And it's a way to remind yourself that the hard times you're having now, they won't last forever. And your future self has seen these tough times and they even know things will get better because they will. So when we use this kind of imagination, it helps you see things differently. It makes your problems seem a little smaller and something that you can handle. It's also being kind to yourself, giving yourself a break and understanding that everyone goes through hard times. Yes. It's like your future self is giving you some encouragement, a high five, a, a, a pick me up, if you will. But what I love about this is it's your future self saying things will get better. Because that's so comforting to even think about you encouraging yourself from afar. Knowing that you're strong enough to get through these difficult times is what your future you already knows. And they're just waiting for you to catch up, right? They're waiting for you to work through what they know you can do because you can. And then finally, number three, hope and a jar. Now, start with a jar, just an ordinary one, nothing fancy. Um, I like clear jars, just so you know. There's a reason for this, and I'll tell you in just a second. But I call it hope and a jar, or jar of hope, whatever you want to use. Whenever something, even the smallest thing, sparks a, a bit of hope in your day, write it down, fold it up, and put it in the jar. It doesn't have to be big. Maybe someone smiled at you on the street, or you heard a song that somehow lifted your spirits, or maybe you achieved something you've been working really hard on. Each of these moments, write them down, add them to your jar. And as days pass, this jar begins to fill, which is why I like using the clear ones, because you can see it. And it becomes this collection, right? a gathering of all of these small little moments and this isn't just about storing bits of paper. It's capturing these snippets of hope. And over time, this jar it transforms. It becomes more than just a container. It's a visual reminder 
of all the good in your life. And there is good in your life. There is, but a lot of times we dismiss it or we forget about it or we don't acknowledge it or we don't look for it. But in this jar, it's, it's, it's representation of all the many little moments of joy or little moments of hope that you've encountered, even in the most mundane, ordinary circumstances. And so when you're feeling low, when, when hope seems really far away, that's when this jar shows its true worth, right? And there's years ago, I was in a car and going somewhere and the song came on and I just started smiling ear to ear because the song was just like, it just made me smile. And so I wrote that down and I put that in the jar. And so a lot of times when I'm going through this jar, I'm like, oh yeah, that song. And I'll go and put it on and I'm instantly brought back to that moment, right? So when you're feeling low, when you feel like there's just nothing else there, go back to this jar. Because this jar, it, it will show its worth, right? And so when you open up these notes and you read them, and each one is a memory, right? It's this moment that made you smile, this moment that was a surge of hope. And it's like reading a story. It's actually your story, written in episodes of hope of happiness and this jar as simple as it is it becomes a really powerful tool right on, on days when everything seems gray it brings back the color it reminds you that life even in its most boring moments <laughs> holds pockets of happiness holds pockets of reasons to smile and it's this light it's this beacon it's this shining light on the, the often overlooked moments of happiness that are part of our everyday. So where do I even begin, you may ask? Like this writing down these moments of hope, I don't even know where to start. Well, that's okay. I got you. So I'm going to give you a few suggestions to kind of kickstart things, right? But the key is to focus on small moments of just simple joy, small moments of just positive experiences, no matter how small or simple. So for instance, um, a nice thing someone said, right? Right about a time when someone said something nice about you or something really nice that you did. Or maybe um, a small win, right? It could be something like finishing a book or cooking a meal that turned out well or even getting up early one day. That's definitely a small win for some of us. Or when someone was kind, right? Remember when someone did something nice for you, like a friend sending you just a really sweet text or somebody holding the door open for you or a neighbor just helping you out, right? Or, you know, as I mentioned earlier, a song or maybe there was a quote or a phrase that you heard or read in a book, right? Or just something that made you happy or a saying that just kind of lifted your spirits a little bit. Um, you could also write down a time you laughed. Think about when something made you laugh, like a funny part of a TV show or a joke from a friend or maybe your pet did something really silly, which is why I totally encourage having pets. Um, or something new that you learned. Write down when you learned something new, like finding out something that you had no idea uh, and was just really interesting. Right. The other day I was reading about the history of the Romans and how they were the very first ones to 
kind of make London the the head of the UK. Fascinating, right? Just those little moments of like, wow, that's really interesting, right? Write down something new that you've learned. And then simple, happy things, right? Like something you enjoy, like having a good cup of tea or feeling just cozy all snuggled up in bed or maybe just the, the joy of being in a clean room. Oh, what I would give for my 13-year-old to feel that joy or to just clean his room. But they're just these little reminders of good moments or things that just made you feel a little happier, a little bit more hopeful. And they can be really simple. They are definitely important. But I want you to remember the goal is to capture moments that brought a sense of hope, a sense of contentment or just happiness, and however fleeting they may have been. But each note is a reminder of the positive aspects of life. And there are positive aspects of life, right? There are. But it's getting our new perspective and recognizing them and looking for them and creating them. Because a lot of times we're just not in that headspace when we don't have a reason or a purpose to look for them. So I want to go back to that street of hope that we talked about in the beginning. Every step you take on this street shows you how strong you are and that you believe in better days ahead. Hope isn't just a feeling that comes and goes. I'm going to say that again. Hope is not a feeling that comes and goes. Hope is a choice. Hope is a choice you make on how to live. And it means finding a little bit of light even when things are dark. It's about seeing something good when times are hard, because they will be. But on this street, your hope is like a a steady light that doesn't go out, even when things get tough. It's about facing hard times and finding a way to get through them. But this street is special because it's made of all the times you chose to be hopeful. Every time you found something good in a tough situation, you were building this street. It's made of all those times that you kept going even when it felt easier to give up. Walking on the street means you're not just moving ahead. You're showing how tough, how hopeful you are. You believe no matter how dark it gets, you'll always find a way out. And that is what hope is all about. Let hope be like a light that guides you in life, showing you that even in the darkest times, there is a way keep going. No matter where you are, it's never too late to turn onto this street of hope, to start building your hope chest, to start talking to your future self, and to start filling your jar of hope. Because people with hope live differently. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living and being a part of my hope as we remind each other to take these steps, to seek hope in fun and unique and mundane ways, and to walk confidently on this street of hope. Think about what fills your hope chest. Think about who your future self is and what they say to you. 
and think about what goes into your jar of hope. When you have a moment, share your thoughts and let's inspire each other to live a life filled with hope. Until next time, be kind to your mind and join me again as we calm it down. To find more episodes of Calm It Down, see where I may be appearing in your area, or just simply want to know where to send me some chocolate chip cookies, visit calmitdownpodcast.com. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and not intended, nor should they, serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you. And you should only act upon the advice of this physician. Now, I'm an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or a physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this in future podcast episodes to aid those needs. So to find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review or better yet, share it with a friend. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of mental and emotional health. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. And until next time, be kind to your mind and join me again as we calm it down.